There it is. Did you find the button? I did. You know, I don't see what the problem is with finding the button. I noticed this last week. I didn't I didn't see an well, issue with the button. I think this not finding the button might explain lying. a lot of things. <laughs> I told you before, I have it like squished over to the side and I've got all my other stuff filling up the screen. How does that change with the, the location of the button? It puts is the it... button in underneath more. But doesn't the button stay there each week because you keep yeah. your stuff the same right uh, kind of but uh, i mean it's still like a big menu that i have to go this through is... actually it doesn't stay in the same place it moves Welcome around on to the menu. our sports podcast where we talk about where's the button <laughs> <laughs> this is this is you're seeing how the sausage is made uh, <laughs> <clears throat> this is supposed to be on our patreon patreon yeah so uh well i'll, I'll cook you know Found it pretty easily last week. That's all we're trying to say. Yeah. Whenever he was out there recording, he found it pretty easy. So. I don't believe it. That's a setup. If I ever heard one. All right. Well, I mean, the podcast went up pretty smoothly. Did it? It was a little, was a little long. Did it? There was no music. Yeah, oh, there was no go. music. That's no true. music. Yeah, I didn't have the file. Because we had two hours worth of content. I didn't even realize. It. So I listened to the podcast. It didn't seem like two hours, though. Like, it, I thought it went fairly smooth. So we, we had a, It was a big, what? We, Belichick hadn't even let go yet, but Saban had yeah. just been let go. So we were, we had a lot of Saban. There's a lot yeah. of Saban. Yeah. Oh, man. So. And now we have the aftermath of Saban. Oh, the yeah. rats fleeing the ship. <laughs> it kind of surprises me, though. I am too, actually. Yeah. Especially as much as we were like, oh, I, I really would like that DeBoer guy. Yeah, I think he'd be a good coach. And now yeah. Alabama got him, and everyone's like, nope. Route, peace, deuces. And, and and they got him quickly, though, too. That's what the crazy yeah. – it wasn't like it was like a two-week thing, and they didn't know what was going on. They got oh, him within – They called him and said, you want to come to Bama? And he goes, sure, I'm in. And he probably was sending the email before they even finished the conversation. And you know they had like all this stuff like timed out. They were like, okay – He'll go out now after the national championship and then he'll come in and you know, well, this will this probably won't be that bad. And now they're probably like, what just happened? Yeah, and I his, don't get it. His his staff that he's putting together right now is it's pretty good. I mean, he kept yeah. a couple of is he bringing Alabama that OC staffers. with him? No, yes, that, that guy that he's had forever. No, yeah. Did he? I thought he hired uh, the, the head coach from one of the smaller schools to be the new OC. I thought Ryan. I thought Ryan Grubb was his OC, and he's coming with him. Yeah, Carrie, look it up. Look it up. He, yeah. He's the one when they were doing the national championship. They said that those two have been together for like ever. He's followed him everywhere he's gone. And that guy, they're supposed to be like a maybe. The, maybe the new guy's a co OC. Maybe. Maybe that's what it was. I don't know. I'm gonna say I, I could have sworn that he was coming with him. Would a co OC be a kook? Wow, a cook. A cook. A cook. Oh, a cook. There you go. A cook. Co O C. I don't even. Whatever. Uh, either way, I mean, it's the head Tommy coach Reese. Itself. <clears throat> Tommy Reese Tommy, left. Oh no! He yeah, Tommy to Reese was the one that left, and then he, was he left Georgia. Yeah, Ryan Grube. I thought Grub. that was a dude. Yeah, I thought that was a dude from that's been following him. I thought so yeah, too. Cook. My bad. I thought he hired someone from a small school to be the new. He was a head coach at a small school and came to be his. OC. So you're calling Washington a small school? Wow! No. Just because they lost the national. Way championship. to go! They're in the Big Ten now. Okay, they're in the Big Ten. They're not a small school anymore. It's not like they're I in the Big a head coach with all the money. Not the OC like, from Washington. Say you're sorry. No, I'm not. Say you're sorry. No. 
Do you think Washington State now can rub Washington's face in it? Be like, we got all the money now. Get out, little brother. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Go to go run off care. to the Big Ten. They don't care. They're in the Mountain West now. We're going to stay in the Mountain West. Come on. Yeah, Grub, Grub or like, Grub, however you want to say that. Yeah, that's the guy that was with him in Fresno State and then in Washington, Washington. and then followed him on to Alabama. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like the staff that he's putting together over there at Alabama is pretty good. So yeah. I'm surprised that there are so many people leaving. All they need now is players. Just yeah, a few, it's a, just live I, bodies that show up. Yeah, I saw the stat today. There's been, since the announcement, there's been 21 players enter the portal. Mm-hmm. including several of their like high five-star recruits. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they've had six of their uh, guys that have committed to them for the 24 and 25 season, you know, um, re- uh, recruiting classes have decommitted. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, that's a lot. It is quite a bit, but I, like I said, I'm kind of surprised that it's happening because I mean, you got a hell of a roster already with four and five star guys. I mean, it's not going to take much for De- DeBoer to Bauer to get everything going. I mean, I know the defense may not be the same, but the the offensive guys are surprising me that are leaving. Like the wide receivers, I'm surprised that they're leaving, knowing that what Grubb does with DeBauer. I mean, Aduzier and uh, was it McCullum? Can't think of the other receiver's name. I mean. In Westover, I mean, all those guys were had plenty of catches all the time with Penix, yeah. and I, I'm surprised Melro uh, Milrow's leaving too. Like, why is Milrow leaving? If you saw what he did with Penix, why would you not? Now I don't know if Milrow's official, like if he's went somewhere else, but I I heard he's putting his name in the portal. I don't understand why you would do that if you're a Milrow. I think there was a fake account that posted that he was leaving. I don't, I, oh, so it? I don't okay. know that that was real. Okay. Oh. That makes sense. And and I, some of this seems to be like, especially with today's, with, with the portal and the transferring and the NILs and all that stuff, it's almost like an avalanche effect. Like you get a couple that say, oh, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. And then everyone else starts looking around the room like, well, I don't want to be, we all agreed we were coming here to do this. And now I don't want to be stuck. So I'm leaving. Yeah. And then uh, and pretty soon you look around, there's only four guys left. Like, oh boy. It's kind of like when we had that recruiting class, it was like, they were all like, I'm in, I'm in. So then it was like, well, I don't want to be the one that's not in. Yeah. It's it's, why you watch in two years, like half these guys will transfer back or something. They, uh, uh, they did lose their entire secondary starting secondary. Well, yeah, I know that secondary got ravaged. The corners, the safeties gone. Who who officially committed to A&M from there? The receiver, what was his name? Nothing yet. I thought he 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 committed. Uh, uh, the cornerback. We got Rick, Rick's okay. Rick. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, I no. can't think of his name. Oh, what was his last name? I, I thought it was Richards for some reason. I could Downs. About that. Safety. Down. No, Caleb Downs went to Georgia. Oh no, wait, that's the wrong one. No, he hasn't said where he's going. Not him. Gosh, dog it. Yeah. Downs is twenty four. I mean, they've talked about him going to Georgia. He is from Georgia, so. Yeah, that's where um, he's from. So he's probably going to go there, just like that offensive lineman. That we would really love to have. He'll probably end up going to yeah. Iowa. Uh, da, 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 da. Speaking of speaking of uh, head coaches, did you see that uh, Major Applewhite is going to be like the uh, head coach in, for South Alabama University? Wasn't he the head coach at Houston for a while? I thought he was just the OC. I thought he was just the OC over there. Des Ricks. There you go. That's him. That's the five star corner of that. Community yes, says. Ricks. 
Yeah. Uh, so actually, and you're all right. So, so uh, Downs is is saying going to Georgia. Yeah, I thought so. I thought he already committed. So. And Kate, Caden uh, Proctor going to Iowa. Okay. I mean, those both make make sense. I'm just, like I said, I'm just surprised with DeBauer's reputation or what he's done, even in the short time at, at Washington, that the wide receivers would leave or anybody on the offensive side would leave. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I mean, I would right, want to uh, stick around at least give him a chance. That's what I was saying. I mean, give him a year and just – you don't like it, then, you know, you can transfer. Or but. even just – go into the next portal when it opens up like in the yeah, spring, in the like spring. at least meet yeah. the guy or like it doesn't even seem like they met with him yeah I, I, in my head if you could take washington to the national championship game with what they probably didn't have any five stars i assume probably on their roster um i assume he could take a talented group of alabama receivers and running backs and all those guys i'm assuming he could at least get them to the sec title game i mean i could be wrong but so but apple White was the head so. coach at houston <laughs> Oh, he was. <clears throat> yeah, for a couple of seasons. Yeah. Okay, so this just op- opens the the door for uh, Ewers at Texas to just dominate the SEC. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that later. So I'm sure that we'll, I'm sure we have plenty of time to discuss the whole topic of that. So, um, and John, I'm sure you got all the stats to go with it and everything too, right? Uh, you don't you don't need stats with that one. Oh, you don't. I'm oh, not bad. You're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. So. Now let's get started in, in more in more into it, gentlemen. Uh, episode one eighty five of our far game. Uh, the whole crew is here. Uh, Mullins is back from sabbatical, so that's good. Better come back, Mullins. Um, yeah, I know. I come back and y'all let everything just go straight to hell. Did we really? What do you? Yeah, Belichick retires. Saban retires. The weather gets bad. I mean, geez. Wow. Okay. I, I expected I expected more from y'all. Okay. I don't know. You came back. The Cowboys lost. I mean, well, they were probably did a little of that before when he was here. <laughs> Maybe we should blame Mullins for that loss. Then Maybe, Maybe it was his, his fault. fault. So they're uh, playing, they're they're playing well supposed to get him ready. No, you you just went off on vacation when they needed you most. That's true. <laughs> well, I left That's Sosa true. in charge. Yeah, yeah. You you never see where that gets you. in charge, oh, right? <laughs> yes, right. That's right. You don't ever do that. Supervisor. So we've learned that plenty of times. Don't Maybe ever leave like Sosa alone. Assistant supervisor, but you can't leave him in charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, at least give, it, give him the phone number so when the shit hits the van, he can call you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm at least carrying. leave me a list of things to do while while everybody's gone. At least I messed that. up, Carrie. I messed up. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, like I said, uh, we are on Facebook. We are on X. Email is email at off our game. Uh, if you enjoy the show, please like, share, go to our page and comment. Like I said, we're pretty active on Twitter slash X. I still like calling it Twitter. I don't really like X, but that's here and over there. The, why uh, did you change the name? It's the dumbest new name. X It's too generic. I, I don't know. I mean, I have no idea why he did it. But, I mean, you can do that when you own the company and have billions of dollars. You can do those things. It's dumb. Yeah, so if you listen to us, we are some more. We are on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on Google Podcasts. Uh, Google Podcasts will be changing I think sometime in June when things will move over. Uh, so if you listen to us there, I think that goes to YouTube music. So um, we have plenty to talk about. So we'll get into our show some more uh, before we get into uh, the NFL playoffs and the Cowboys, you know, great weekend, great Sunday. Uh, Belichick and the Pats parted ways after 24 years. Uh, I know we talked about Saban last week uh, with him retiring, but um, 
obviously Belichick's going to be coaching some more. But anyway, thoughts on the on the parting? Uh, obviously, it was time. Um, so the Patriots have done something better, to, or just and say how do I say this? Respectfully, let him go. I guess that makes not make sense. I you know, think they maybe did what they could have done. They couldn't. You know, I think he didn't want to go. You know, I think they did okay. the best they could for him. Do you think they offered him like a front office position? Mm. Uh, maybe he didn't want it. Maybe he just wanted to coach. Yeah. Still, I mean, that's down the road, you know, where he goes, he, he turns back around and, and takes a, a GM job or some, or, you know, some kind of advisor job. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that I agree with right. that. I think it's, I think they probably d- discussed a bunch of different options and, but I bet it boiled down to where I think he still wants to coach. Do we know how old? Belichick is. Is he in his sixties or seventies? Didn't we look Didn't at last like, week? Seven. He was seventy something. Seventy-two, maybe. Maybe it was seven. I'm thinking. Uh-huh. Well, is has, let me ask you this question then. I know he still wants to coach. Has the game passed Belichick? Seventy-one. Seventy-one. Okay. Um. Oof. Anyway, has the game passed Belichick? No. I don't. Okay. I don't know. That's a good question. It seems like the trend now is to get these kind of fiery coaches like the the Dan Campbells and the Antonio Pierces and the kind of uh, he might be kind of fossily now. I might disagree with it a little bit. Like I, I mean, I still think he can coach, and I still think he knows the ins and outs of the game better than anyone probably. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if. The athletes of today are, I, I think they want a fiery yell in your face. You know, we're going to run through a wall type things. And he's definitely not that. Cook, what's your take on that? Has the game passed Belichick? I'm, I, I think a little. I don't think he is, you know, he's not as adaptive as you would like to see, I think. I think he wants to keep trying to do this complicated system that he has. And I think it uh I think he just needs to adapt a little bit with the times a little more with some of these players, adapts maybe his system to the players as opposed to trying to force the players to adapt to the system. Okay. I can see that. I've been debating that in my head if the game has passed him. And I mean he's still a defensive maestro. He really is. I mean, he can shut teams down with his planning. This kind of reminds like- me. Sorry, I didn't mean. Go ahead. No, finish your thought. Go ahead. It just it, uh, what it reminds me of is like, yes, he still knows the ins and outs of it, and, but he's lost his crucial player, and he's still winning, and and, and he can go to another team with some other players, but I still think he it's kind of like Phil Jackson to me. Like he lost Michael, and then oh he then he went over to the Lakers, and he, but he had to have like Kobe and Shaq, but if you put him on a team where they're not as great. Then some of the players are kind of like, well, who, what is this guy? You know, it, it, the people are real quick to forget what you've done in the past. And they're just kind of like, I don't know if I'm going to take order, especially with the, since in Belichick's case, they've been losing the last two years. And so they're like, you know, he's, he's grumpy and he tells us to do this and he, he says, we're going to win and we're not winning. So I don't want to listen to this guy. It, it's it's kind of Phil Jackson to me. Is it, is it the, how do I say it? it's kind of is it to your point too a little bit, John? You were saying about the kind of coach they want to have. Like by Belichick is not a fiery coach, right? But a lot of these coaches nowadays are, are much younger. You know, they're not the older coach. There's not like a, an age gap between a, a huge age mm-hmm. gap, I should say, between some of these coaches sometimes, right? The younger guys can relate to and everything, you know. 
Um, Belichick's a little old school, I guess you could say. I mean, I'm assuming players nowadays probably enjoy a, a younger head coach now, I assume, right? Yeah, but I mean, even Pete Carroll, I mean, he's, I think he, before he was fired, I think he was the oldest coach in the league. And I mean, he was still like smacking his gum, running up and down. And, you know, I think he was very personable with his players. Uh, he, he might be like kind of an exception, but I mean, can you see Bill? I mean, just picture Bill Belichick right now. Is he smiling? No. <laughs> like that man never smiles. Like he never, uh, yeah, I don't ever hardly see him like you see him going up to someone and patting him on the back saying hey good job or hey don't worry about that we'll get him next time no it's like just grumpy just not happy with anything anyone is doing despite all the rings mm-hmm. i would i wouldn't want to work under that day in and day out like i was like good god just come on little praise here and there and i'm sure he's different behind the scenes but it's just from what we see it was like ugh, it's just yeah, but you're right. But I mean, players before in the Patriots organization always talked about the Patriot way, right? And some players just didn't like it. They couldn't get into the or buy in despite the rings to the quote unquote Patriot way and the way Belichick ran things. You know, it was, it was, a, it was a particular player that, how do I say, could sustain that amount and that kind of coaching on a day and, in, day out basis. And where have you heard that before? The, a similar team that has a way was the Spurs. Yeah, Same Popovich, he's been around 100 years. It's, it's kind of their way or the highway. You get a certain mindset of player like a, a, a David Robinson, a Tim Duncan, who don't mind it and the others look and they're winning. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, you'll take some stuff as you're getting rings. But if you kind of see now, now that we haven't been so great and, you know, DeJounte Murray left, he was a little disgruntled. You kind of get, mm-hmm. you, you get snipes. I see stuff online from like Robert Ori and Jackson and some of these older players are like, yeah, it kind of sucked actually. And you got to do it this way or else they don't like you. That's true though. But when, but when, but when you get everybody to jail though, I mean, you win and that's what everybody wants. I think that's just part of the sacrifice that, how do I say it? You have to take, I think sometimes to be that great, especially for such a long period of time. I mean, Spurs 25 plus year, 22 straight years of the playoffs, same thing for the, you know, the Patriots, I mean, just a, a dominant organization for so, so long. So anyway, just a thought. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Belichick's the GOAT. I mean, he is. I mean, six championships. I mean, there's not much you can say about the fact that he is. So and players will respect that part of it. So, yep. Um, so, all right, let's move on. Uh, NFL playoffs. They were yeah. super wild were card weekend. Playoffs they were, were awesome. wonderful. So. I'm trying to figure out do we start on the bad note or we start on the good note and i think we should start on the good note and then we can really talk about the those are saturday games yeah just go in order (laughs) (laughs) uh let's do it then uh texans and the browns uh great uh showing by the texans cook uh lead it off what were your takeaways from the game man i was not expecting that i expected a down to the wire nail-biting game i didn't expect total domination all the way across the board and it was lovely to watch matter of fact i watched the game again yesterday mm-hmm. it was awesome so yeah, yeah. It, it was enjoyable the defense played great like it has been for the last while the offense was clicking special teams were clicking it was it was great man it was nice to see this uh best overall performance all season right yeah. at the right time i agree with that that was a really good performance top to bottom uh and, but we're going into the game though we're 
Go ahead. ahead. No, go, go ahead. ahead. Go into the game. What? Were you worried about the O or the defense for the game? I started? was more concerned about um, health. Was my biggest concern, and I wasn't necessarily concerned about the offense. I was concerned about the defense getting beat deep again with Amari Cooper going crazy. And I told y'all last week. I said the Texans typically do not flip their corners, but if you notice during the game, wherever Amari Cooper lined up, almost ninety percent of the time, Stingley was on him. He didn't do crap. So um, I thought that was that was a nice change in the defense to be able to uh, kind of kind of make those adjustments and but what kind of irritated me during the game was and i mentioned it during the thing but don't think you guys were i don't know did you guys watch the game live i think yeah, you guys I watched were kinda, it yeah i, I watched it. it it was it was kind of funny to me that you know something of that kind of a specific thing where the defense doesn't move stingley around at all and they start moving him around wherever amari cooper goes they didn't even mention it so i was, I was a little surprised by that and i was like hmm that seems like a, a something that would be a, a, a note that you would want to mention but whatever um, so I enjoyed the game definitely. Um, the defense, you know, we were playing well, and I'm excited that this week we had a couple of injuries, but they were apparently weren't bad. Uh, Tunsil, when he went down, I got a little nervous about that. Well, I agree with that too. That made me nervous. Uh, I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, I was worried. I was like, man, if Tunsil goes down, we're in trouble. Um, yeah, he was okay. He came back, um, and it looks like the only person we're going to lose was Noah Brown. He was put on IR, um, but they. Uh, a couple of guys who were uh, did not play last week are going to be active this week. So we're even healthier this week than we were last week. So I'm looking forward yeah. to that. I thought Grenard being back too made a difference. Also, did. I really did. I thought it made it a really nice, and, nice to see Grenard and Will playing together. Yeah. So I thought. I mean, it, I thought it was a uh, big enough. How do I want to say? Big enough uh, addition made a difference on that right side. So um, the beginning of the game was kind made of a huge. Barnett's made a huge contribution too. Everybody keeps forgetting about Barnett, but that dude, ever since he picked him up off of waivers, he has been lights out. I think he fits well in the system though too. I mm-hmm. think he really does. Not just that he's a good football player. I think he fits well into D'Amico Ryan's defense. Yeah. So. And um, Tart as well. I think his last name's Tart. Yeah, he's been fitting. He's been helping out as well. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, you know the Flacco train ran out of the gas basically. Uh, but I'm not gonna lie. The first that first quarter was a little shaky. I thought watching it going back and forth, I was like, okay, we're gonna have a shootout. We're not gonna have a defensive standoff like I thought we were gonna have. We're gonna have a shootout here. Um, but your adjustments were that D'Amico made were spot on. Yeah, those those interceptions, like just bam, bam. Yeah, that, that really just kind of put the game away. It was interesting. I was listening to the pregame, uh, the pregame show before the game on Saturday on the way back from the fields. And they were talking about how Flacco turns the ball over a lot. And we're hoping that that would still be the case and that they thought the Texans could capitalize on it. And sure enough, man, I mean, two pick sixes on back-to-back plays. I mean, that was great. You yeah. can't you can't ask for anything more than that. I thought that was a ball game. I really did. Oh, yeah, thought, that locked uh, it up I, at that point. I think it took the air out of, out of the balloon for the Browns after that. I thought that was it, just it, it. They looked like they had given up after that. They yeah. looked like they had stopped playing. It was just like, you know, they're just like, no moss, we're done. Yeah. So, and I heard it was it's a full great. house in Houston. I don't know if that's true, but I heard it was a full house. Um, yeah, but in typical Houston fashion, um, people don't fill the stadium up at game time. It's one of the, th- it's one of the things they're known for here. It's the same with Rockets, Texans, Astros. It's midway through first quarter before the stadium's completely full. And, you know, they even like made they even went out on 
social media and the Texans were like, make sure you're here early this week, get in the seats on time, be in your seat before the game starts, you know, and they really pushed it big time on the radio and multi uh, social media and stuff. And it's still just the upper bowl ring area was still a little sparse whenever the game kicked off. But by the time the game got midway through the first quarter, it was completely packed. I will say this, the, the Cleveland Browns, um, one of their, he's not a beat writer, but he's like, they're kind of like their uh, radio social media person he used to be on espn jay crawford do y'all know who he is I know name. yeah he was on that remember that show cold pizza when they first started that yes. he was like the host oh okay okay and he made an accusation that the texans were illegally pumping sound into the stadium because there was absolutely no way that that crowd could be that loud wow so i was just like you're an idiot <laughs> i mean pat mcafee has even said that uh when he was playing that he felt that reliant stadium was one of the loudest stadiums that he'd ever played in when they get rocking so i mean and the crowd was pretty ruckus i mean everybody i talked to who was at the game it was pretty loud they said it was it was loud from beginning to end yeah i mean the roof is closed too so yeah that, that, that makes a big difference and it looks like the attendance was seventy one thousand. that's that's a lot for a pro game yeah i think the max so. up there is like 73 so it is a little short but still um that's a lot of people for a pro game it was loud it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun to watch um it was just, it was, it was nice to see that. I was very excited. My whole thing this season was like, you know, seven wins. But once we made the playoff, once we had the chance to make the playoffs, I told you guys a couple of weeks ago, I said, I just want to make the playoffs. I want to make the playoffs and have a win. And that was a, that was a statement win. That was a big win. That was a big win. Really big. So, and you got draft picks coming up. So it's the better part. You got draft picks still. You got draft capital for this young team. Yeah. It's going to be nice. So, it's going to be nice. Um, so okay. Uh anything to add, gentlemen, this this game before we move on to the next one. Uh I think it was a really would you say Cook probably one of the bigger wins in Texans history? Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, I know we've so. we have we have made it uh or you guys have I still say we because we had tickets, but past that round before, but I mean just it was kind of like a statement win. Yeah, it seemed like, like it people was an announcement. kind of weren't believing. Yeah. It was very much an announcement. And I think that and I still think people are still kind of dismissing us. I mean, don't get me wrong, Baltimore's a great team, but yes. I don't think Baltimore's a nine and a half favorite or the Texans by any means. Should they be favored? Sure. I don't know if it's nine and a half points, but um I'm looking forward to this weekend. And I yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit when we get to our picks, but I'm looking forward to this game. Yeah. I have one question before we leave this game. I know I'm this maybe this is maybe the best timing, but I know Slowick is getting a lot of interviews. Does that concern you going into next year? A little bit. Um, it's almost like, you know, you have this, um, what's this, I heard the scenario or the uh, uh, analogy used this morning. It's like you had this perfect incubator that works just well and everything's safe and sound and everything's working well. But they're like, oh, we have this new incubator over here. We don't want to change the incubator. We want to keep everything the same. You know, I think he's going to get a lot of calls. I think he's going to get a lot of interviews. I, I don't know that he'll get a call for a coach, but if he does, yeah, I mean, unless it's the, unless it's the Panthers, you know, I, I think he wouldn't go to the Panthers. I think he'd stay put. Um, I really hope that he's here. The you know, and here's an interesting name. You guys know the name. The quote unquote rumor is that if he goes, it's not a done deal, but a strong possibility that Gerard Johnson becomes the OC. That's not bad though. Really? I heard good things yeah. about him. He's been he's been the quarterback Gerard. coach, and there's been a lot of rumors around him getting um considerations for OC jobs at other teams as well. Yep. So that's where the, is he at right now? He's in Houston. He's the quarterback coach. For he CJ is the quarterback Pratt. in Houston. Oh. 
Yeah, he's a quarterback. Yeah, not, coach. Not. So uh, that's kind of the rumors. Like if, if Slovak goes, then um, look for Gerard Johnson to be possibly moved up to OC. I think yeah. that'd be really I good because I've heard yeah, nothing but too. great things about him as yeah. a coach. He's been doing great, fantastic. CJ Stroud talks highly of him. I mean, yep. everybody talks really well of him, but. I'd like to be honest with you, I'd like to keep everything, just keep it the same for one more year. You know, you can't keep the guy forever. I mean, he's going to, if he, if the offense is clicking like it's been clicking and things are going like they have this season, you repeat it next year, he's going to get a job somewhere. But I'd like to have that one more season just because CJ's rookie year, I'd like to have that consistency for two years in a row before you start jacking with stuff. Yeah. Let him develop a little bit more under that. Yeah, give him one more year before you start yanking that stuff out. Yeah. Well, hopefully that'll happen. We'll see. I mean, there's, there's plenty of time for everything to happen. So hopefully that'll, that'll stay that way. Uh, let's move on to the next game. We've got Dolphins and the Chiefs. Uh, my question to you, John, is did the Chiefs overperform or did the Dolphins underperform? Uh, I would say Dolphins underperformed. I think, you know, despite every time when they have these cold games, you just go, ah, but not all these guys are fine, man. I mean, it, it, it affects everyone. But then, I mean, you could, you could just kind of tell. Kansas City, it wasn't bothering them as much as Miami. It, it, for whatever reason, man, that stuff, it works. If you're from Miami, all of a sudden you instantly hate cold. Even though if you weren't even born there or lived your life there, it's just Kansas City just, they were, I, would, I wouldn't even say they were clicking. They, I think just Miami, they could not do anything on offense. They had that one long play to, to Tyreek Hill. Yeah. And the rest, I mean, it was, it was pathetic. They couldn't do anything. They did not want to be out in that cold weather. Do you give credit to the Chiefs' win more on the defensive side of the ball? Yeah, I mean, the defense for Kansas City, we've been saying it. I mean, they've been playing well all year. The Kansas City, it's just – I mean, and they even had it in the game. I saw Travis Travis Kelsey, he dropped a couple balls. And some of their other wide receivers just drop or Mahomes was a little off on some of his throws. Like, they're still not really clicking. Yeah, I, I think they're going to have some issues um, down the line. Defense is definitely the staple of that team. Their, right their defense is no joke. I mean, they were they were they were getting after Tua for sure. Yeah, Tua looked. I don't know. He just didn't. I mean, I'm the, I, I'm not I'm not saying the cold didn't affect his game, but like you said, the only good thing that he, I thought he, he did was that long connection to Tyreek, and that's about the only good thing that I saw him do. I mean. I know they had injuries and Mostert didn't play and a couple of the guys didn't play, but I, I expected more, I guess, from that offense as a whole. We are we are talking about negative 29 wind chill. I mean, we're not talking like it was 30 degrees outside. Yeah. We're talking like this crap was like insane. That was in some insane weather, man. I, I, I don't disagree with you. Uh, I, like I said, I'm just surprised offensively that they didn't make some, I guess, proper adjustments for that game because I thought the Chiefs came out and really tried to run the football with Pacheco, right? Mm -hmm. From the very beginning of the game, they really tried to run the ball, right? They tried to establish something on the ground, knowing the weather, how it was, right? And then kind of pick your, you know, pick your battles here and there with the pass, you know? And I thought the Dolphins didn't try to do the same thing. I thought they just tried to do what they normally do and just be like, well, we can do it despite the weather. And it didn't look that way. So, yeah, that was just so. I mean, you get, you get a ball, you get it cold in that situation. That ball is like, you know, it's super slick. It's hard as a rot. Yes. It's hard to throw, hard to catch. It's just terrible, terrible situation. How'd you like to kick that bad boy? You know that had to be your I know the ones that, yeah, that the kickers kick, they keep those in like a warming bag. Oh, okay. Until like right before. 
No, it's like it's like it's heated to keep them soft. Well, you and saw the they, video of the the bottle of water they were taking out of the refrigerator. Yeah. So I'm sure that yeah. ball just went. Just yeah, it probably <laughs> yeah, it probably doesn't take much to for it to harden up. But yeah, those are bad 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 situation. Wait a minute, why are kickers getting a preference with a warm ball? Why can't you, they just be like everybody else? Oh kick boy. the same ball. You've never heard of this? That's been established for years. I've been doing that since the 50s. They have their uh, own like, kicker balls. It's, it's purity of the game. Uh, it's not purity. Yeah. If it's purity, you just kick the coldest ball. It's like everybody else. Is. You kick the cold ball. No. Okay. You kick the cold ball and you like it. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you very much. We didn't if you have break a, ball, a couple of toes. We had a cinder block yeah. and we liked it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you break a couple of toes, that's what happens. You're the kicker. That's your job. And you fight through the broken toes. Couple of toes. Man. Yeah, exactly. Bro. That would be the purity of the game. That's exactly what I just heard. That was a great take by me, by the way. That was awesome. I think uh back to the game. I think that the uh <laughs> the, the Miami the Miami pretty boy offense just I don't know, man. It just seemed like Kansas City wanted it more to me. It almost seems like it's, and you hear it every year that you have these offenses, but they're just not built for playoffs, like cold weather yeah. playoffs. So you're going to have to win one or two of these in a cold weather situation. And that kind of offense is, is, is you need, you need your turf and you need full speed and, and they just be nice outside. No way. You need your guys like in a sauna and be all warm yes. and little to go. And then they get out there and it's just like, Oh, Mike stiff. I can't move. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Then you got the Kansas city just kind of like punch him in the mouth on defense. Cause yeah. I, I'm kind of like, so, so I thought they would, I was like, Oh, they have Mostert and they have uh HN and they're both healthy. I was like, they're just going to get a steady dose of these guys. Even if they're not just running it, you know, those little bubble screens or those little, little flicks out. Yeah. And they're just going to, they're just going to just one, two punch you with this. And then occasionally, you know, hit Waddle, hit Tyreek, hit a, hit a tight end. But it seemed like it was just two kind of running around, trying to find something. Nobody's open, just chucking it up deep and hope Tyreek can make a play. That was yeah. like their offense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll move on to the next game, uh, which is the, my favorite game to talk about, and I'll let Mullins lead it off first. Uh, Packers in the Cowboys game. Uh, I don't know what to say for about it yet, so I'll let uh, Mullins tell me what was your take about the Cowboys and Packers. Did they play? I thought that game got canceled. No, one of them did. No, <laughs> no. That I give I give a lot of credit to uh, to Green Bay. That that team was very prepared. And ready to play, and had a great game plan, and came out and executed. Uh, Jordan Love, you know, did extremely well. I mean, he had a what was a, a perfect passer rating. So, uh, and then they were able to run the ball. And and like I, I've told y'all during the season that the Cowboys tend to come up against people, a team, and then there's one particular guy they just cannot stop, and that was Dobbs. It it was from the get go. There's nothing that they could do to stop that dude. And then Aaron Jones just ground and pound, which you know he's done many a times against the Cowboys. So that's nothing new. It and it I did not. I don't know where this defense came from, but I did not recognize any of the defensive schemes that they were running. 
I don't know where it came from. I, it was it looked like it was a completely different scheme that Dan Quinn was running with these guys. So I was extremely confused by that. And and then on top of all that, Dak Prescott and C.D. Lamb were completely out of sync. I don't know yeah. what happened there, but their timing was off and their communication. I mean, from what was it like week? What was that after after the San Francisco? That was week like five or something like that. Anyway, yeah. after that game, you know, those two got into great synchronization with each other and it's like they were reading each other's minds and it it came unplugged and nothing was going right uh for those two i don't know what happened but i think for me it's lack of mental preparation and for me that falls strictly on the head coach mental preparation is the head coach period i'm not going to give dan quinn a pass because like I said, I have no idea where that defensive scheme came from, but that's not what they were running this this whole year. So that sucked also. But mental preparation and have your team ready and hyped and ready to play is head coach, number one. Do you think they, Dan Quinn tried to get too cute? Maybe he tried yeah. to change a bunch of stuff that nobody saw and then was like, oh, yeah, we'll trick everybody with this. Maybe. Yes. I, I really don't know. I don't know or what do happened. You think, I was thinking like maybe because, I mean, Oddly enough, I mean, that game started getting out of hand pretty quick. Like, yes, I mean, Green Bay, I mean, you looked up and they had scored three times. And do you yeah. think he kind of was in scramble mode and he was like, well, forget the plan. Now we got to do this. And it just snowballed. It could be. Could be. I mean, it, and and then also having that extra pressure of the offense of, you know, just having so many issues. It it didn't help because then your defense is out there a lot longer. And it just wasn't pretty all the way around. Even even if Dan Quinn got cute, though, why don't you just adjust back to what had worked for you before? If you came out of the first quarter trying to confuse the Packers in any way, right? Playing more zone yeah. behind behind. They played stops, a lot right? of zone, by the way. Which they I, did. They they played a lot of man to man during the season, so they went to yeah. zone. I think once the dam broke. It was too late. Everybody was out of Gilmore. I don't know what happened to that dude. It's like his brain just completely shut off. I mean, there was half the time that he was supposed to be covering Dobbs, and Dobbs was wide freaking open. I'm like, what are you doing? That's your guy. It was. I I just don't understand what happened. I will say. I'll say this. I think that the Cowboys do get exposed with our over aggressive corners. We have been Diggs got burned a few times. Being, yeah. over, being over aggressive, right? Because there's some there's some routes that they like to play where they like to undercut the route, right? Which is smart most of the time, right? But if you've got a, a better OC or a, a way to adapt to that in the middle of a game, knowing that that's what that's what I saw in my opinion. I saw a lot of that, and as the game went on, players are panicking on the defensive side of the ball, and they're trying to overcompensate. And when you try to overcompensate, all of a sudden, then you're completely out of place a lot of the time. And I thought it too. But I thought, I thought, for me, it wasn't even Dobbs. For me, it was the running game by the Packers. I thought the running game of the Packers and their zone plays that they ran, we couldn't stop anything. It, did, it didn't matter what front we used with it. It didn't matter. Yeah. I just saw that the running game was all over the place. Right. And Stopping the running game has kind of been a problem with y'all for a while now, right? I mean, I don't understand why. Not really. No. I mean, in certain games it has been, but for most games, we've stopped people. We were the number one rush defense in the league. 
it rears its head at the most inopportune time is what I'm, was what I'm getting at. You guys yes. have had this problem where for whatever reason you get in the situation and all of a sudden you, it's like you forget how to stop the run. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't understand it either. It makes no sense to me. Like you said, you yeah. guys have stopped the run very well all year, but there were a couple games here and there where you guys had problems stopping the run during the season. And then this one, it was just like, what the heck, man? Yeah. And it's not the first time that's happened. Yeah. And I, I, Against better teams, better offensive-minded coaches, they expose that very well. They they definitely expose our weakness. And I, and how, how do I say this? There's games where I feel like Dan Quinn got figured out, right? He gets, right. He gets figured out very well, right? He either doesn't disguise his looks or he doesn't do a very good job of disguising blitzes or whatever. He gets figured out really, really quick. And that's what made me mad about the game, most of, most of the game, right? I understand the offense didn't do its job either. But I expect your defense to keep you in the game is when the offense struggles. That's what I expect from a good defense. I expect the defense to keep you in the game while you're kind of, in a sense, adjusting or trying to figure out what the other team is trying to do. And I didn't see that. I didn't. And that's, that's what made me mad the whole game was just no defensive changes. And you got kind of yeah. one-dimensional because, you, I mean, you, you guys have kind of had this problem all season, but you, you can't run the ball with right. efficiency. Like, yeah, I mean, you're, I don't know what your average is, but I mean, most games I've seen, I mean, you're getting like 50, 60 yards a game, and that's about it from, right. your, from your running back. Yeah. So, and yep, that's, yeah. that's been a big problem. Um, hearing rumors, we'll see how it works out. But I know that Henry is, is talking, and good. one of the things he would love to do is, you know, he, of course, wants to get a, a ring. And Ooh. he is close with. Uh, so he's he's not coming to Dallas with the Cowboys. I, I, oh, I thought you I, just said. I know, I know. Get your jabs in while you can. Go ahead. Wow. <laughs> For a minute, I got excited. Then you said a ring. I was like, oh, okay. uh, you know, we have too many free agents, and I don't even know how. It's a lot of free you guys. Yeah, I don't even know how we adjust for going into next year. Don't even know. And and with Dak wanting to be resigned, I'm just like, I don't even know how to deal with. I love that. Prescott, but uh, uh, I don't love him sixty million dollars worth. Of, and okay. in order for him to remain with the Cowboys, he's going to have to restructure and and so that we're not paying him near as much next year, or we're going to have to get rid of him. Uh, you're saying Kirk Cousy? Did you say Kirk Cousy? I think no. he said Garoppolo money. No, I'm, oh, I'm talking Garoppolo. Mayfield. Mayfield. Uh, no, Mayfield's staying in Tampa. He's not Mayfield's yeah, he is. about to get a, they, a contract. They haven't offered him anything. He's about to. The, the, the season's was, not over. If I'm Stephen A, man, I'm I'm calling the dude. I'm hey, I hear you got some magic in those hands. Uh, yeah. Oh Lord, Harry, if, uh, if they if they traded Dak and you got Mayfield in Dallas, oh, I don't man. know if you'd be bearable. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> We'd Probably have to not. disband you from the from the podcast. Yeah, you wouldn't be allowed to talk about cowboy football at all. <laughs> hey, we're we're about to we're about to talk about Mayfield, so I'm just uh, setting it up. Uh, yeah, let's move on. Uh, Rams versus Lions. Uh, Lions got themselves a playoff win for the first time in 32 years, which just sounds crazy because it you'd think it wouldn't have been that long, but I guess 1991 has been that long. Uh, great to see. I'm that I'm glad Dan Campbell got it done. Uh, take away from the game, Cook. Anything? the last Rams game? I was glad to see that they won the game. I didn't think they would. I thought they were going to uh, get beat by the Rams. Rams looked like they were kind of hot to me going into this. But they 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 held true and got it. Now, it got kind of close there for a little bit. Mm, real close. But, uh, mm-hmm. 
but they were able to, you know, to eke it out. Um, at some point, they didn't. We gotta start right. giving uh, golf some crop, some props here, man. People have gotta start recognizing him a little yeah, bit. Good game. I, 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 you're right. I think you're right about that, Cook. You do. We do have to give him some props. But I'm not gonna lie. When Stafford got the ball last with about what five minutes left, mm-hmm. and it was still a one point game or maybe it was a four point game. Uh, I really thought Stafford was gonna do it. I, I thought he was gonna drive down and, and win the ball game. Uh, but anyway, but you're right. To to back to your point, yes, Goff does need some credit. Yeah, I, you know they they've got a good team. It's it's fun to watch. Um, this week will be an interesting game for them as well. But yeah, it was nice to see them get that victory. It's nice to see them get that quote unquote monkey out their back. Now they don't have to stress about okay, we got to win this game. Now they can just play ball. Yeah, that stadium was ruckus too. Yes, it was. Yes. Talking about those fans were hyped. They were ready, and they brought back all the. Detroit celebrities, so old players, yeah. Eminem, Eminem yeah. anybody. I mean, they they got they pulled out all the stops. Like, hey yeah. man, we don't know when we're gonna get another home game here. We better we better blow this <laughs> up. <laughs> well, I didn't realize that they were the most expensive ticket. Also, so really, yeah. Was like, yeah, they were the most expensive like ticket. Eleven hundred bucks on average. So, yeah, That's hey, crazy. all those Detroit celebrities make those ticket prices go up. You know. Yeah. It's not that cheap Taylor Swift tickets that you have to deal with over there with the Chiefs. Anybody can wow. get those, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. So uh, if, if it ends up being Detroit and Kansas City in the Super Bowl, I mean, it, it's it's going to be a battle. Eminem versus Taylor Swift. Hmm. Wow. I, I think Eminem wins that one. I can. Well, I, I agree. I don't, the, I don't there's know. There's a lot of I bet, I there the Swifties getting yeah. involved. They will get. They will come at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're scarier. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. That's definitely true. Uh, Steelers Bills. Uh, did you watch the game, sir? I did watch the game. What are your thoughts? Um, I just, I, it was, it was actually a little closer than I thought it was going to be. I know it wasn't like. Extremely close, but I mean Tomlin. Tomlin's a good coach, and he he can keep them in there. But I think ever since we we've talked about it, they they fired their OC and they have Brady, Joe Brady, I think his name is, mm-hmm. and they're running the ball, and they are running the ball, and and, and their quarterback's running the ball. He had that one long one where he mm-hmm. just you know put his shoulder down, hit, knocked that guy, where I ran through the tackle, and I think it was a fifty-two yard. Uh, touchdown 50 something yeah i think it's one of the longest ones by a quarterback uh, yeah. in nfl history actually for a playoff and i mean when they're clicking i know they had that 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 little bit in the season where they were kind of like oh i don't even know if they're gonna make the playoffs but now that they're clicking again the best thing they could have done is fired that oc because yep. they they are almost like a different team now so it definitely lit a fire, didn't it? It did. And and, and they're I, I'm real impressed with with Cook. He's running or the, the holes they're popping open yes. for him, maybe their offensive line, because he is just gashing fools. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go, no, go ahead, Miles. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, yeah, I, it, I I think that is the number one uh plus for that team is they're running the ball. That's what we've been talking about for how many years now with Josh Allen needing yeah, somebody that can run three. the football? Nope. And now they got James Cook, who's firing on all sim- uh, cylinders. Um, that was another guy that actually whooped up on on the Cowboys too, right? Uh, I mean, yep. he yes, had he a, a good game yeah. against the Cowboys. So, yeah, yeah, they got that running game going. And then you got Josh Allen, who can bust a 52-yard 
touchdown at any point, which by the way, it's I'm I'm gonna give I'm gonna I'm gonna be a, a defensive thinker right here for just a second. Is it, it's just it's so hard on these guys because he looked like he was about to slide. Yep. Mm-hmm. There was nobody even really that close to him, but he looked like he's about to slide and then he stood up and started running again. And then later in the game, when he did slide, the defensive yeah. guy still hit him and they got the flag. So, I mean, it's a no-win situation for these guys when when it comes to playing a quarter, you know, against a quarterback like Allen. But, I'm just going to say make it count. Yeah. Oh, they, they hit him pretty good at, make it count on it. when he did slide. They they hit him good. So, yeah. No, they hit him harder than that. He's a big boy. Anyway, keep going. Yeah. So, yeah, the run game, that's their biggest, biggest uh, improvement, and it's paying dividends. I agree with that. I have to say this. Is it just me, or has Diggs calmed down on the sideline? Yes. He seems like he has bought in a little bit more since the OC changed, too, as well. He's not firing off and spouting off on the sidelines. I think he's gone still, though. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. I, he's going to – He's going to play Boy Scout and do his job and do what he needs to do through the season. As soon as the season's over, he's going to get out. He ain't going to be there. No, I agree. Who was the backup running back for the uh, the Bills, too? Because he was running Wasn't well it also. Ty Johnson? No, not Fournette. Fagan? Ty Johnson? Oh, yeah. I think that might, that might be right. He was running hard, too. He looked good. Yeah. I think I saw where Fournette was cut today. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. He was, uh, But he was still on their practice squad. He yes. never actually made it on the sidelines. So he but played, they he played in, the, in, in the Dolphins game, but that's all he got. So, but uh, I'll tell you what, Josh Allen with a running game is a different guy. He really is. Yep. So we'll see how it goes. I think it gives uh, him more confidence. I agree. I mean, you saw he didn't throw a single interception, and I don't know that I actually saw any pl- any balls that were even close to getting picked. Yeah. I'll just, I'll say this. I'm glad that of the scenarios that the Texans had, I'm glad that Buffalo was not one of them this week because that's not who yeah. I wanted to play for sure. Yeah. yeah. Of the three yeah. teams on the other side, I wanted no part of Buffalo this week. I, if yeah. I'm going to have my shot against them, I'd want that in the AFC Championship game. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, just TJ Wallen sideline, I'm assuming, assuming it has an effect on the ball game, but is he in the lineup? Does, does, it, does it change the game or do the Bills still win? I think the still Bills win. still win, but... Maybe maybe it added a little bit more to it, maybe. But uh, I still think I think the Bills were just a superior team. I think yeah, anytime you got Mason Rudolph playing quarterback, you're yeah. screwed. Yeah, and even I mean they're kind of dysfunctional even in their wide receiving core. They they they've had they they have issues on offense. I agree with that. So what's up with Pickens? Is he is is he just is he done? Is he benched? Is that the deal? Was Pickens or Pickett? Sorry, small uh, Kenny Smallhands Pickett. Yeah, is he is he just. Is he just uh I don't is he benched? Is he done? Are they getting I rid think, of him? I I guess he's kind of benched in a way. He's he's in the doghouse for sure. Yeah, he's in yeah. the doghouse because well, he, he said, didn't want to he didn't want to play backup. I was gonna yeah. say because it made it sound like he didn't want to play backup, so they're just like yeah. screw you, you're third now. Yeah. He doesn't sound like a Steelers kind of player. No. How do I say that? Steelers player would have been like, yeah, I'll say I'll be back up. So I but even know. Pickett, he had a couple drops and he looked like he was throwing some temper tantrums and so Pickens. Like, or pick did I say Pickett? Yeah. 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 Did, but opposite. Pickens. Yeah, Pickens and had so several drops too. It just yeah. seems like altogether, like nothing is clicking there. Yeah. I mean, they kept it a game though in the second half. They definitely kept there was a couple of possessions where if they would have scored, it would have been a different ball game. So but 
Yeah, it is what it is. Uh, let's move to the last playoff game. Uh, Eagles and Bucks. Uh, Mullins, this is yours. Your boy played great. Mayfield, maybe that dude was having fun. That's it. it he's that kind of player too. If if he's having a lot of fun, then he's unstoppable. It. I mean, he does have bad games. Not gonna lie. I mean, obviously, but but when he's actually having fun and he's loving this team and they are clicking, it just it took him a little while to get started this season. But once they started getting get going, uh, that's a dangerous team. Um, it's the Lions are going to have their hands full. It's going to be interesting to see that game. Um, and then the Eagles are who I said they were the whole year. I told y'all they were not a good team, and they finally started proving it. And the, e- fell apart. the Eagles were another one that like it kind of like with Miami, like from almost the first quarter, they just looked like they did not want to be there. Yeah. They were not <laughs> tackling and the offense. I, I know they're banged up. They didn't have AJ Brown. And then didn't they lose somebody else in that game? Uh it seemed like another receiver got hurt. But I mean, they had nobody to throw to. But I mean, their defense looked horrible. And remember at the beginning yeah. of the season, they were lights out. I don't know what. They changed. Yeah, they changed uh, DCs. Yeah, that defensive coordinator wasn't the guy that started the season with them. Well, uh, why did they get rid of that guy? I have no idea. Because he was producing, at least. I mean, they would look horrible. That, that was a team that was just going through the motions. Yeah. I did you see too. all the the uh, hostilities on the sideline? People just going off on Hurts. Yes. Yes. Did you see like Goddard? Like, uh, yeah, oh, he yeah, was just going at him. Well, he wasn't the only one. He was the main one, but he wasn't the only one going off on him. So I don't know what that's all about. It seems like there's some. Well, and they, they were saying even in the broadcast, and I'm just picking up on it, because they kept blitzing. Like sometimes they would only blitz like yes. five or six. But it was leaving a huge gap in the middle of the field. And I don't – every time he would scramble or or he was under pressure, he was always throwing to the outs. And I'm mm-hmm. like, why don't you just – put your tight end or somebody run a little in route and just dump it over the top of these blitzers. And I didn't see him throw in the middle one time, Mm-mm. just, you know, that little 10 or 15 yards down the field. I don't know why they well, were there was, adjusting to the blitzes. I'll tell you that there were a couple of times that, that and that's how Devonte Smith got a lot of his stuff is that he was cutting across and, and uh, Hertz would hit him. And then the dude was just off on a, on, you know, on a racetrack because he's so freaking fast. But I agree with you. They uh, uh, Goddard should have been going across the middle a lot, and they weren't doing that. And uh, I don't know if uh, is Seriano is he the one that calls the the offensive plays or who would uh, no, who does there? It's uh, they were I can't remember what that dude's name is, but it was uh, it was that he's the head coach of the um, Cardinals now, right? That's who was their OC last year, and then yes. they replaced uh, him. Right? Gannon. Somebody Gannon. Gannon. Yeah, Gannon was the guy. So he they, they have a new OC. And it wasn't Seriani. It was a different guy. I can't remember the guy's name now, but he no, did not do a, a very good job. Whoever that think. this guy is, is a complete idiot. Is it's like all he wants to do, and they didn't actually weren't weren't able to do it in this game as much, but pretty much all year long. All they did, all they were doing was, you know, quarterback run up the middle, quarterback run to the side, quarterback run to the side, quarterback run to the side. I mean it was like I told you, they're they're trying to get this dude hurt. Says it's Brian Johnson. Yeah, he's, he's horrible. Uh, okay, for the DC or the OC? OC, the OC. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's what impressed me the most, probably. And I don't know if we put the 
how do I say? I say put the blame on, but who failed worse? I guess you could say. But I was surprised by the Bucks defense. I really was, and their rookie Cancy or whatever his name is. That dude is legit. That D tackle that they have, mm-hmm. he's legit. And I just all around their Bucks defense looked really good. They've played well though for the last four or six weeks. They've done really well down the stretch. They have. And I thought Evans was going to have to need a big game for them to win, but he only ended up with what three catches for 44 yards, something like that. Yeah. Evans did. Yeah. So I mean, kudos to Mayfield. I, I my favorite, my favorite pass play. It's, it's, you know, give some uh, Mayfield some kudos here. Was that last one that that uh, pass to Godwin? I thought was just a, yes. You know, just uh, throw it up to your guy and you let him go get it. And that know? was the, the, the team on the other side of the field. I mean, you talk about utilizing your tight end over the middle. That Kate Otten was catching yes. everything, and I yeah. was just like Philadelphia. Look everywhere. what he's doing. Use him like <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> blitzing you up the middle every time, and they weren't even getting fancy with it. It was just straight. It was just like blow the whistle and. For uh, five to six guys who just run straight at you. Is there a team, and maybe I'm I can't think of another team, but is there a team that has gone from man, we we made it to the uh, the Super Bowl, we came out ten and zero, and then fallen off the planet like these guys have ever before? I mean, these guys seem like they went from man, yeah, we're surefire NFC, you know, championship, uh, we're going to be making it, and then man, they just suck. They so lost. lose the Super Bowl hangover. They always talk about. Yeah. Well, I don't know, but they were. I mean, they were the number one seed after. You just started weeks. out ten and one. I mean, yeah. so I mean, I don't know. These guys really fell off, and when they fell off, they fell off hard. But and even in those think, ten I wins, rolling, I can see this rolling in the next season too. Though, yeah. I mean, this yep. seems like these guys are that they're they're not going to be what they have been. I think that, I think you're right, Carrie. I think yeah. they weren't who they 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 are who we thought they, or they are who you thought they were. So. Um, yeah, they, I, in I those 10 wins, they did not look good. It would just, they had some scrappy pull it out at the end wins against some teams that they really should have just blown out. But it'll be yeah. interesting to see what happens to this team going forward. I think losing that OC in that DC really harmed this team big time because I'm, I'm beginning to think with you guys that Sirian is just an idiot and he's yeah, just lucky that he had those two guys as his, his, as his coordinators. I think that's true that now if he's calling some plays and they lost, you are kind of seeing, Oh, maybe it was, maybe it was the coordinator. Maybe not yeah. this guy. Yeah. And I think there's bigger locker room issues going on than maybe we know about too. Cause didn't AJ so Brown like scrub his like social media of all everything Eagles and everything like that. And and for your players to go at you on the sideline as a quarterback, yeah. I'm like, there's yeah. gotta be some other issues Something going on. Else is going on. And I think uh, Fletcher Cox has come out and said some stuff. Like he's like, I think he's a free agent. And I think he's kind of like, eh, I'm done with these, with these guys. So I thought Cox uh, was, was praising Seriani though. He was, he was not against uh, him. Uh, I didn't hear that part. And then of course, so. uh, possibly losing uh, Kelsey. Jason yeah. Kelsey, because I, I, reti- I, I saw he, he retired, but then the next day or two, I saw them going, well, maybe. So I don't know. On I his podcast, he, he said that he didn't officially retire that night. Yeah. He didn't say anything that he was retiring on his podcast. Interesting. No more tush push. He almost, he's gone. Yeah, he almost, re- he almost retired at the end of last season, too, didn't he? Yes. Yeah. 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 He should have went on a high note. Well, I think he was like, oh, we're that He close. lost the Super Bowl. That's not I'll high. Come, I'll come well, back. He played in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get to our uh, NFL playoff matchups for next week, uh, let's talk about Harbaugh and for a second. Uh, so he interviewed with the Chargers and the Falcons. Um, 
Is this dude just trying to get some more incentives for the Michigan contract, or does he really want to go to the NFL? Did you hear his contract? I still heard part of it. That's what Did I'm saying. Did you hear the clauses in this damn contract? Yes, that's what I'm saying. I was like, are you – have you guys heard this? Are I mean, like, NFL what NFL or, or no, NCAA contract? No. His, his Michigan one talking about you can't fire me for any wrongdoing for these seasons, blah, blah, blah. And you, it, it's it's insane. It's like, well, if you, you just stood on the national championship stage and said we did nothing wrong. We, we did it the right way. But mm-hmm. you want in your clause that there's you can't be held responsible for anything that's happened. Yep. No <laughs> wrongful like, terminations what? or whatever. No wrongful terminations. I'm like, good grief. That's what I'm saying. Do you think he really wants to go to the NFL or is he just wanting to work his way with the Michigan administrators? I think he's done. I think he wants to go to the NFL. Oh, and what was it? He said he wanted assurances that he can't be suspended either. Yep. Yeah. I cannot. Now, maybe that is it. If he can get those assurances, maybe he stays. But well, but on the flip side, they're also wanting assurances that he won't split and go to the NFL. True. So this is like the, the third year in a row now where he's kind of flirted with someone in the NFL. Although yeah, I think this, this year yeah. it's pretty serious. I think I think there's a really good chance he takes the Chargers job. This is why I think he's such a headache, and I was like, I don't want to have to deal with him because with him there's always something. It's like a, he's a good coach, and he he's a proven winner everywhere he goes. But it just seems like there's just this weird, just crap you have to deal with with him that I don't want to have to deal with. I agree with that. I think he's a little bit of a diva. I really do. Oh, big time. Uh, but if I mean, you are Hop, go ahead. I was going to say, but in today's world, do you really, in today's college football world, I mean, to me, it seems like almost it would be easier to be an NFL coach now yeah. than it would be in the in college. 100%. We talked about this last week. It was yes. like, you know, the 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 crap you got to deal with as a college coach. Yeah. All the recruiting and recruiting your team to keep it. Ah, that just seems like it'd be too much, man. Especially really at a big program like Michigan. Yeah. I, I I wouldn't want any part of that crap. I think I think college football as a whole is harder is how do I say it less under control than the NFL. I mean yes. I think it's more of a wild wild oh, west situation by far. So yeah, but if you are Harbaugh and you're looking at both rosters, the Chargers and the Falcons, I mean, which one do you want to inherit if you if you are Harbaugh? Hmm. That's tough. I think, That's- he, I think it's a combination of things. He likes the West Coast though. Yeah, I think he likes that area. As far as teams go, Probably he's not. got the quarterback in San Diego, or I'm sorry, Los Angeles, but he's got a lot of nice pieces in Atlanta without the quarterback. Yes. So it'll be interesting to see. And I think he's got the draft picks in Atlanta too. So I don't know, man. If it was me, I would go to Atlanta. Yeah, you're really? probably getting, getting Eckler is, is not coming back. Keenan Allen's not getting any younger. Sure, you have Herbert. Aber. Sure, but <laughs> and, but like Cook said in Atlanta, I mean you've got Bijan, you've got uh, London guess, Drake London hits, I guess. Uh, maybe he can be turned around. Yes, Drake London. You just need that quarterback. It's almost like if you could just put Herbert on the Falcons, boom, and you're in the yeah. AFC South. I mean the NFC South, which is a very winnable division, at least as it stands right now. So uh, I think you can just you know kind of add water, mix, and boom. You just need that quarterback, though. Which, I mean, you could go get, I mean, you could go get Cuzzy. I mean, you really could. I mean, the Vikings are probably going to make a play for him, but I mean, if you really wanted Cuzzy, you could you could make it happen. You could have a, a solid team fairly quickly. Dak Prescott to the Falcons. Holy crap. What did you Whoa. say? <laughs> 
You did, you guys were just saying, well, I don't want to pay him. Well, I bet they want to pay him. They'll pay anybody to come play quarterback. Wow. I keep hearing rumors of Kyler Murray to the Falcons. I thought the Cardinals already came out and said that they're he's the quarterback going into next year. They always have to say that. And then, and then he's going to draft uh, J.J. McCarthy. So. Oh. Yeah, there you go. You could get J.J. McCarthy in the second round. You could make you him could get him in the fourth round. Ah, I don't know. J.J.? No. You could you second could get JJ the second round. I think second. He's going to be a first rounder. Where, where did the Falcons pick? Late what, first round. They, they pick late. Oh, that's really. Okay. Oh, the Falcons. I'm not sure. Yeah. No, I'm saying JJ will probably be a late first round. Oh, oh yeah. I think I think I think he'd be late first round. They're probably the teens. Uh, I'm guessing because they just missed out on the playoffs. Yeah. Let's see. They're probably fifteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Fourteen. Fifteen. They are, but I think Cook. I mean, Cook's probably right though. I mean, he does. He is a fan of the West Coast. Didn't he coach at like San Jose before he went to Stanford? Stanford. Yeah. And then he was also uh, he he coached for the Raiders. He was uh, one of their assistants for a while. Oh, they got the eighth pick. Eight again. They always have the eighth pick, don't they? Pretty sure Bijan and a quarterback there. They got their boy McCarthy there. Yeah, so maybe the Falcons' job's better than I think it is. So I would take it. The, I would take it over uh, San Diego. I mean, yeah, San, San Diego, I'm San Diego, Los Angeles, whoever the hell ah, they are, Los Angeles, whoever. <laughs> Damn, they're going uh, to always be of, San Diego to me. Yeah, they have. They're in a little bit of a rebuild right now. I mean, they're going oh, to have for sure. I think you're going to have to strip that team down. Yeah, you, yeah. Everybody they messed up right? when they fired their coach. They should have kept that guy. That was he, was the glue. Oh, yeah, he was the glue. Yeah, you're right. That dude's yeah, yeah. going to end up in – he needs to end up in Philadelphia with Sirianni and be, the, new, and be the OC there. Oh, I, I was seeing some stuff today, and they're like, Rivera said he's not uh, stepping he's not away. And, and they're like, people are interested in Rivera. I'm like, how are there always these guys that just are Teflon? Wow. Kind of like with McCarthy and Lane Kiffin. Like, they always just find a job. I would hire Rivera as a D.C., not sure. as a head coach, though. Yeah. No way. I agree with that. But there's no way at this point he's going to go back down to a DC. Well, I could be wrong. I don't think oh, he would ever go back to a DC. I bet he would. DC. I bet he would. So. When my coach doesn't know that we need to win to make the playoffs, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's, let's get to our NFL matchups uh, for the divisional round of the playoffs. Uh, John, before we get into that, how do we do on our pickums? Oh, buddy, it is tightening up. Is it? Kerry got five of the six games last Dumb week. Cowboys, nice, Kerry. The Cowboys were the only one those idiots. Um, and then Cook, you got four. And uh, Sosa and I were three, which means a oh, grand total for the year. Sosa, John still tied 174, 174. Cook, 173, one behind. Kerry is now 169. He's only five behind. But he but made a big jump this week. Seven games to play. Ooh. So it's you close, got seven man. games to make up five. Kerry, you're going to have to pick opposite on a lot of games. <laughs> but I just made rest, up two. You did. But you're running out of games, is my point. Damn. There's only four this week, I've two got, next week, and then the Super Bowl. So I've got it. You got it. You got to okay. go undefeated, basically. Almost. I almost uh, did. Okay. Let's start. Dumbass Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Speaking of which, McCarthy's coming back, but we didn't even get into that. But anyway, that's a which I don't know how that conversation happened. to get into. We need a separate yeah. podcast just for that. A separate episode. Yeah, we do actually. Yeah. So um, all right, let's go to let's go to the first uh game on Saturday. We've got Texans and the Ravens. 
Oh, uh, I'm sorry. You mean the Texans play the first game of the playoffs of the weekend again? That never your normal spot. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, it's tradition now at this point. Yeah. I mean, why would you change it? What, yeah. what are you going to do now? Don't change things. Stupid. Um, Stupid. Before we get into our our, our picks, uh, Cook, what the Texans got to do to win this ball game? Play like they did last weekend. Um, they need they need to play well on defense. Um, they need to keep moving the ball on offense and keep things moving on offense. Um, if they do that, they've got a puncher's chance. Okay. No turnovers. No turnovers, and they need to uh, they get that. They need to limit the ground game as much as possible. Okay. Um, can the Texans defense slow down that Ravens running game? Yes, they can. Will they? I don't know, okay. but they can. They're capable of it. If they can, if they can slow the run game down and force the think- pass, then that's that's the key. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which scares the crap out of me because we're not good on I the defense. Go out there and make Lamar win the ball game. Well, I think and? that's kind of the key. If you can manage his scrambles, manage his scrambles, and you know, uh, you know, a couple couple factors in here that's going to be interesting. The Texans are hot. We're playing really well. Ravens basically have had two weeks off. They didn't play their starters in Week 18. They had the week off this past week. Uh, Marlon Humphreys, their starting corner, who got hurt in the the thirty first game, is still not practicing. So I don't think that dude's going to play. Um, so you know they've got some key injuries, but although Mark Andrews seems to be like he may be coming back for the game, mm-hmm. you know how uh, rusty will he be? That'll be interesting to see. I think defending Mark Andrews is going to be tough, man. For whatever reason, tight ends just seem to eat our lunch, um, which was what it was last week with a couple of plays here and there. It just kills me. These deep passes is what kills me. But I think if we could stop the run or limit the run, force Lamar to throw, I think that gives us the best shot and no turnovers. Okay. It's going to be another cold one, too. It's going to be cold. It's gonna be I don't cold. know how cold, but it's going to be cold. In the 20s. It's cold. Yeah, it's below freezing. Yeah, I'm not worried about that, though. We're not, we're not, we're is not there, Miami. Is, is, it precip? is there going to be precip for that game? I don't uh, think so. It's supposed to be sunny. Sunny? Okay. Okay. Let's go to the pickums then. Uh, quick lead us off, Texans Ravens. With that said, uh, I'm not scared of the Ravens. I'm going to take the Texans. I think wow. uh, we've got. A, I think we've got a puncher's chance against them. Don't get me wrong. I'm not naive to think that this is not an uphill battle for sure. This is. This is definitely going to take a tough game. It's going to take a really, really good effort on defense and another really great effort on offense and special teams. But I think they're capable of it. Um, I think we get the win. I think it's going to be close, but I think we get the win. Okay. All right. John, you're up. I can, see it. I can see us being close and getting the win, but I could also see us get the doors blown off too. I think you need to get Singletary rolling too, and that, which is going to be do- tough against that, that Baltimore defense. Yeah. You, you definitely have something very, very special with C.J. Stroud. I think he's, he's almost like a – I kind of compare him to like an, like an A-bear, like as you guys call him. Nah. He, he, can, he can sling it. Uh, he doesn't like to run all that much, but I mean, he, he can scoot a little, but it's not his, it's kind of like a Tua maybe. That being said, it's, it's in Baltimore. I know they've had two weeks of rust, rest, whatever it is. It's going to be cold. MVP Jackson. Uh, I, I'm going to be rooting hard for the Texans, but I, I think the Ravens are going to win this. Okay. CJ's playing well again. I mean, I'm wrong. He's played well all season. He had that little hot streak at the beginning, had the concussion, and ever since the concussion, man, uh, they're around the concussion. He had five interceptions in five games, and after the concussion, he's been lights out again. I think he's got like mm-hmm. 190 passes in a row without an interception again. Yeah. Um, you know, when, when the Ravens 
beat the 49ers in San Francisco, that totally turned my mind about the Ravens. Um, I thought they were a good team. I didn't think they were good enough to win the Super Bowl, though. Um, but that was a really good performance by Lamar as a whole. Um, and I do think the Texans have a puncher's chance. I do. I think how I think of the Texans right now, they, they believe in D'Amico and they're playing inspired ball. You know, and I think that can carry a team a long way sometimes uh, more than talent can. Uh, but it's hard for me to go against the Ravens at this point. Uh, I think it's a close game. I wouldn't be surprised if it comes down to a Justin Tucker field goal at the end. Uh, I think the Ravens get the win, but it's close. I think it's low scoring. I'm going to say it's going to be in the 20s, like 26, 23, something like that. So, but we'll see. But that's my pick. I'm going to take the Ravens on this one. So, Mullins? Um, I think it will be a close battle. Um, I actually don't think it's going to be a low scoring game. I think it'll be a high scoring game. Um, but again, I just don't know if the Texans can stop Lamar enough. So I'm going to give it to the Ravens. Um, like Cook says, you know, he's, you know, the, the Texans tend to let deep pass or the deep routes get them. And Flowers is mighty fast. He loves those deep routes. So. That might be the winner. I think it may be by a touchdown, but late in the okay. game. Okay. I think one more thing to add is that it's kind of the Texans kind of had that. Um, it's a young group, and they don't know they're not supposed to be there. True. I, I mean, you got nothing to lose. I, like, I mean, yeah. technically you do, but you're not supposed to. Nobody expects you to be where you are at. So No, and I think these guys yeah. also don't, you know, they just don't know. It's like, oh, yeah, this is just – you know, we're all successful. We've all come from great programs. We're playing well, which is good. I it's, like yeah. it. It's just like Green Bay beating the Cowboys. I mean, that's a the youngest team in the NFL. None of those guys have even seen the playoffs. And then all of a sudden they get there and they're like, yeah, we got it's nothing easy. to lose. It's going to be interesting yeah. because, you know, our first game of the season was against Baltimore. And then here we are playing them at, again. So it's going to be interesting to see it because the, the two teams are vastly different than they were for week one. Yeah. Both of yeah. them. Yeah. I think both of them have improved greatly too. Both teams have. So, um, speaking of which, let's go to the Packers game. Packers and Niners. Uh, uh, Cook, who you got? I think the 49ers remind the Packers of who they are this week and let them know um, this is what should have happened in Dallas last week, <laughs> which we said on the podcast last week. Um, I don't know if you remember this or not. I said if the if the Cowboys lose, that is the biggest upset of the entire playoffs right there. And I'm. Mm-hmm. Still holding that, so I, I think the Packers get their the crap kicked out of them. Okay, I don't even think it's going to be close. Okay. Yes, I agree with everything you just said. Last week we were talking about, I, I know, I think Sosa said uh, that I think that was the second easiest pick. I can't remember what the other one was, and we I think but Buffalo maybe, and I was like, no, that that the easiest game to pick this week is Dallas over Green Bay, and I was like, oh oh, like that just. I think this week 49ers are the 49ers and Packers find out, oh, maybe this stuff is a little harder than we thought. So yeah. 40, 49ers. I'm going to follow suit with both of you guys. I think the Niners put it on them from the very beginning of the game. I think they could have a heavy dose of McCaffrey and they can't stop it. And that's probably way, 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 way to be the whole way, the whole game is a heavy dose of McCaffrey. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I agree with you though. Uh, about the upset Cowboys playoff game was the biggest upset. And I think that they looked ahead personally. I think they looked ahead. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, Mullins, you're up, sir. I'll pick the Packers, but I don't think it's going to be quite as. Wait, 
You picking Huge. the Packers? I mean the Niners. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I picked the Niners. <laughs> I know you guys <laughs> to take some swings, but I don't think it's going to be as as big as y'all think it is. Um, the Packers are one of the most improved teams of the entire season, especially with Jordan Love. I don't think there's another quarterback out there that's improved has improved during the season as much as he has. Um, Since week twelve, he's got the highest passer rating in the NFL. Yeah, he, I mean he has grown leaps and bounds and and i think he's found found his groove found his connection with these young receivers that are really really good they might surprise you i still think the niners have too much firepower um both defensively and offensively but uh, i think the packers are going to give them a fight i think bosa and young are going to tiptoe tants on his head <laughs> i think i think shanahan's going to have his team like fired up and ready to go as soon as, as soon as the ball oh he out. will for sure that's because he's so, that type of coach. I think what they're going to do is 30 seconds before the game, they're going to play all the highlights of the Cowboys game and say, you know, don't overlook these guys. And they're going to kick the crap out of them. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, all right. Next game. We got Bucks and Lions. Cook, do the Bucks have enough to win this ballgame? Man, that good old Mayfield magic, man, right? <laughs> well, uh, I don't. I don't think uh, the magic works this week. I think. The, I think the Lions win and get to the NFC Championship game. I think it'll be a tough game. I think it'll be a, a hard fought game. But I think the Lions will just be too much in the end. Okay. Yes, I think that. Yeah, I mean, definitely he has his magic, but he has weeks where he doesn't have his magic, and this is not the hapless Eagles. Um, the Lions, they have weapons. I mean, we didn't even mention hardly in that game uh, against the. The Rams. I mean, their their defense. Their defense was playing mm-hmm. that front. I think Hutch had. Two. I was going to say, like, who who do you recall stood out? Yeah, John? I think Hutchinson had uh, <laughs> two sacks. For sure. <laughs> Uh, and a couple, there were a couple others, if I remember. Um, so could you imagine if he was not a bust, how good he'd be? I know, right? Really. Yeah. That's yeah. true, man. That is true. Not too bad he is. So <laughs> I'm going to pick. I think that the bust turns it around this week, and the Lions win. Okay. All right. Um, I think the Lions win too. I think they they get the W. Um, I think their offense does more this week than they did last week, and um, I say the Lions win by ten points over the Bucks. Whoa, Man. interesting! No, no disrespect to the Bucks and no disrespect to what they've done. I just think the Lions come out even more fired up than they have than they did last week. I am really interested to see where Kerry's going to go on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Mullins, you're up. Throw on your pick. Are you that you really that interested? I am. I think you have love for both. I do. Actually, this is this is actually the game I'm looking forward to watching the most this weekend, honestly. Um, I think it's going to be a really good game. I think it's going to be back and forth. Uh, uh, it's tough. I think it's going to be a super tight game. I think the Bucks defense is a little bit better than what people give them credit for. Uh, God, we've been this. I guess Cook is the only one that's had a pick that's different, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. you want to go with the Bucks? It's okay if you want to. It's okay, and, and, you've, and you've got to make up five games, and you've already missed Not, two. And there's only at this point you're done. <laughs> yeah, you're pretty much you pretty much have to pick opposite on every game to the Super Bowl. Let me. Go, God! That one hiccup against the Saints was this is almost really bad as Notre Dame pick. This is Notre Dame. 
Yeah. It's not that bad hey. though, is it? That, that, no. There was one that ordained quick. It took like five minutes. Maybe. Maybe I won't take five minutes now. Maybe I should just hit pause and we'll discuss this offline. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. You could do Have that. Have a summit. <laughs> Uh, I'll put you into a breakout room, a Zoom breakout room. You can talk amongst yourself. You know what? I'm going to pick the Bucks in the upset. Okay. I think the not hangover, the Troy's is going to be the hangover, and they're not destined to be ever playing a championship game. So, wow, nice. I'm taking you the Bucks. Wish, you would wish that upon the Lions? I don't. And Dan, and Dan, Dan Campbell? Campbell? But it's the Lions. Yeah. And Dan Campbell? Your know. boy? He's I your love other Campbell. Boy. I love. I know, but also well, you and, and Aaron Glenn. Could you yeah. imagine? But I got Mike somehow. Evans on the other side, and uh, they have a receiver too. Um, God, was there, Josh was, Reynolds. Josh Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine if somehow, you know, you got Baker Mayfield as your quarterback in Dallas, Dan Campbell somehow? I know they got got pulled away to the Cowboys, and they brought Aaron Glenn as their DC. <laughs> and you would crap yourself, dude. That'll never happen. And then Mike Evans is like, oh, I'm a free agent. I want to go to Dallas. True. Uh, I wish he would. Yeah. I think if he was on our team, we might have won. I think he would go catatonic if that happened. I don't, yeah. Yeah, I don't, is, is Mike Evans playing linebacker? I don't think so. <laughs> is he going to try to tackle to Aaron Jones? <laughs> uh, all right. We have one more pick to make. Uh, this is the game I'm looking forward to, actually, to be honest with you. You've got Chiefs and Bills. Uh, Cook, you're up, sir. I think that Kansas City defense has been playing well. Uh, they've been playing pretty tough all season. Man, I don't think it matters. I think Buffalo is going to curb stomp these dudes. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a beatdown. I really do. And uh, I, I think that's, uh, I think, think that's going to be enjoyable to watch. Okay. Do you think? Uh, how do I say this? Do you think Mahomes will be a little, a little bitch? I yes, I think he will be. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Okay, I wasn't going there. I was gonna say, you know, I apologize. His road, his first road playoff game. Do you think he'll have a little, I'll say, butterflies, nervousness, whiny little titty baby man? Wow. Okay, sir. That that dude took a took a beating, cracked his helmet and everything, and still toughed it out. Played a good game. Okay, just wait. Uh, I think um, these dudes. I think these dudes are gonna get curb stomped. Well, I, okay, go ahead. I agree with most of what Cook just said. I think it's going to be – he hasn't had to play on the road yet. This is going to be a different experience for him, and they're still not completely gelling yet. It's going to be cold again, but, I mean, hell, it'll be 30 degrees warmer than it was to them the week before. So this will be like a summer – this is like spring game. Um, <laughs> That's funny. I think the, the the bills are clicking at the right time. This is kind of like the Rangers, uh, you guys coming down the stretch and some of these other teams that just kind of get it going right before the playoffs. I'm picking the bills, but I, I think it's still going to be close though. I don't think it's going to be what that's where I disagree, but I, I think the bills win in the end. Okay. Um, my biggest concern going into this game, especially for the bills is the number of injuries they've had on defense. I know they had a couple more injuries, uh, a couple more injuries in the last game too against the Steelers. And so I'm very interested to see how that looks going forward. But the good thing is their offense is clicking right now. And maybe the offense carries this victory. I do think the chiefs defense keeps them in the game, probably to the third quarter. 
maybe crack open a little bit. Uh, that being said, I am going to pick the Bills, and I think Josh Allen plays a great game. So, Mullins? I'm going to be different. I want the Bills to win. I really, truly you do. Be. You have to be. Love Josh Allen. But when it comes to playoff time and he faces off against Mahomes, the dude is snake bit. And I don't think he gets over that hump. So I'm going to go with Kansas City. Okay, here we go. All right. I mean, he barely beat him. What was that? Five, six weeks ago. Even though it was in Kansas City. Still a little different. Kansas City. Okay. But when these two meet, just the strangest things happen. But Mahomes always seems to come out on top. Uh, I will say that you and Cook have three games different of the four. And he has a four-game lead on you. So this is crucial. <laughs> uh, good. And good. so, so you and I picked exactly the same. So we will be tied again at the end of this week with three games to go. And Cook will pick okay, so that means win. next week I have to pick different than you. And okay. yeah, if, if the if the Texans win, then it'll be a three way tie. Cook will be tied with us. Oh, son of a bitch! That'd be we can't have that happen. Hey, so hey, watch uh, what? Hey, what? Hey. Not nice. Not nice. What? Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. My bad. Uh. We had a uh, a listener request for us to talk about hockey for a second. Uh, so who uh, you you huh? stepped away? We we discussed yeah, this. We'll discuss this after the show. We'll let you know who it was. But uh, John, lead it off. How are your Kings doing? What's going on? The yeah. Kings yeah. are sucking right that, now. How was that game last night, John? I don't even want to talk about that. That what? hurt, and that Why? was rude. <laughs> was rude, but we can go bigger picture. The last ten games, Kings are one and nine. They have hit, I, I, I don't know, four walls. They're you need losing a goalie? To, to dump, I don't know what we need. We need, <laughs> it, it, and they, they, I won't say all these games, but they're having, they have leads in these games and they're just like the third quarter, I mean, uh, period is killing them. I don't know. Uh, they did manage to finally beat somebody a couple of days ago, but then they turned around and just lost again to the, uh, the Cowboys, the Stars. And it was it was a pretty bad beat down too. They got to give it to carry on that one. Yeah. I, I'll have to say this about the the Kings though. I mean, you're I mean the Western Conference is pretty loaded, top to bottom for our split. The playoff teams that are going to be in there. I mean, you're yes, still among and, and the top even six. now. Like Vancouver has really like come out of nowhere. In, yeah, in my estimation. I don't know where these guys. In Winnipeg, I think they're I think they're um, number two um, or three seed now. The Canucks are so. Yeah, but. I mean, like I said, I think the Western Conference is pretty loaded. I mean, you got the Stars, you got the Knights, you got the Avalanche. Uh, like I said, the Canucks were definitely not supposed to, in my opinion, weren't supposed to be where they are right now. Uh, but, I mean, right now you're looking good. I mean, you're, you're going to make the playoffs. I, I, how to say this? I don't hope. Assume. I don't want to There's assume. still a lot of, a lot of season it's, to we're, go. We're at the, a lot mid, of season to go. We're at the you're midway right. point right now, 41 games. Yeah. Yeah. So. But I think, I mean, I think you will make the playoffs. So the, the matchups you'll have if you stay where you are won't be good. I mean, you're looking at Dallas or Colorado right now, maybe the Canucks. But that's there's some time for that, of course. So uh, Mullins, obviously, uh, you're up. How, how are the Stars doing? Well, last night they did wonderful. Just saying, you know, five to one <laughs> win over the Kings. So that was that was a good win there. Um, overall, they're doing okay. Um, but compared to the Avalanche and the and the Winnipeg Jets, who just came out of 
freaking nowhere. Um, you know, they're they've lost some ground there. So they but again, it's still got a long ways to go. Um, a lot can happen between now and uh May. So we'll see what happens. But but I'm happy. I mean, they're they're sticking right there, they're winning more than they're losing. That's all you can ask for. And I forgot to tell you, I, I ordered a King's hat and it comes in the mail tomorrow. So when that sucker arrives, boom, fate is going to flip. going to change. We're coming. We're coming. <laughs> Come and, go and get you. So I wonder who ordered a Edmonton Oilers hat because <laughs> I don't know. 10 and 0 in their last, or actually they're on an 11 game win streak. So yeah. Uh, we well, didn't we, they fire, we they had fire them written coach, off, right? Yeah, huh? they fire. I think they did. They fire their coach. I think so. Yeah. And so, so I think changed. whatever was poisoning the pot has has changed. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. So I'll I'll oh. say this too. They are a, a single point behind the Kings right now. Edmonton is. Thanks. So, yeah. what if you went to an Edmonton so. Oilers game and you wore a Houston Oilers jersey? You think that would go over well? No. I mean, like you were like, oh, I'm from Texas. I've never been here. I just want to go, and this is all I had. They were like, yeah. I mean, I'm still rooting for the Oilers, right? Yeah. I think they would take yeah. you in. I think they would. I think they, I think they would be okay nice, with it. They're nice Canadians. Yeah. Of course they will. Hey. They'll, they'll give you a beer hey. and say, yeah. hey. It's all hey, good. You hoser. Yeah. Hey, hey, you hoser. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, how about how about your Blue Jackets? Ooh. Let's look at them. Ooh, ooh. Well, I'll I'll say this: they they crawled out of last place, and not so much because they did. They're playing well, just because of the fact that the last place team has played a fewer games so far. So, I mean, we do have a seven point advantage over the Ottawa Senators, but uh, it's not pretty to say the least. Um, our goal differential is still towards the bottom of the league. I think the only team worse than us, I think, is the is the San Jose Sharks. Um, the Sharks? Oh and, yeah. yes, I'm sorry. Sharks yeah. are the sh- and the Blackhawks. Blackhawks are really bad too. Crackers yeah, well, really I mean, if they have Connor Bedard, at least they have a future right now. You know, he's I can't hurt, say that. So I know he's hurt, but I can't say that for the Blue Jackets right now. I can't say that we have a number one guy that we're looking forward to in the next decade and a half. You know. That's not what we have right now. But, uh, you know, we are who we are. We're a bad team. And um, we're, we need a coach. To be honest with you. I think we need a coach. And I think the Babcock, the Babcock issue at the beginning of the year totally, um, I don't say messed things up. I, it wasn't going to be the great, greatest season in the world. But um, I, think it just, I think it just put a ding on everything right now. So, uh, you know, honestly, I just hope to play spoiler every now and then to some playoff teams. You know, that's all I'm hoping for. So we'll see what happens. But it's, it's the same thing as before, like keeping up with them. Like they play these overtime games, which is good, which they're pushing the team. I mean, they're playing well, but they cannot get over the hump. I don't I don't know what it is about going into <laughs> overtime and then to just go splat the rest of the game. I don't know. Like you get to a 3-3 tie or they get to a 2-2 tie and then overtime comes and they're just like, ah. You know what? We're done. I'm, I'm tired. We're gonna just call it good. And they lose it over. I mean, there's so many one goal games that they play. I'm just like, that doesn't make any sense. He's getting fired up. But he's getting well, fired I up. I mean, he seems like he's I, madder I, about this than the cowboy loss. <laughs> it's it, it, it. I mean, like I said, I don't watch them on TV regularly, but I do keep up with the with the goals. I mean, the game, the scores, the goals, was, the scores, and there are plenty of one goal games. I'm just like, 
why can't we finish the game? What what is happening? You cannot finish the the, the hockey game. Were the so. uh, just side note? Were the Blue Jackets part of that Valley thing? Can you watch them now? Oh, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't know that. I guess <laughs> that'd be funny. Uh, maybe so. <laughs> Uh, you, but yeah. you vaguely mentioned uh, Bedard. I mean, I know he's been out, but I mean, I was looking at his stats recently because I mean, I still he played 39 games, 15 goals, 18 assists. He's he's got 33 points in 39 games. Rookie. He's at, he's still 18, right? Yeah. I mean, this it's very Wimbanyama like because he's on the Blackhawks and they're one of the worst teams in the league, but he's still just you know going beyond what anyone I, well i don't know about beyond but he's doing exactly what we thought he was going to do i, I agree incredible i think if i were to if i had to compare wimby and bedard i feel like bedard is slightly ahead of wimby um there's some things that wimby does like the threes the and threes i know that much yeah just rain those in a bit say that again yeah, you're all garbly. You know, <laughs> exactly, right? But, sure. Okay, oh, my bad. Uh, let me give it a second here. Maybe this still garbly. Okay, now you're back. You're back. Okay, good. You were saying but, Wimby in the threes. Yeah, I, I think Bedard, like I said, is just slightly ahead of just Wimby as an overall player. Just like development, who he, who he is, I just feel like Bedard's slightly ahead. I, I'm sure Wimby's going to get there. I'm not worried you, about Wimby. You think he's ahead, but I want to see Bedard drive to the hole and try to get one on Wimpy. Yeah, it ain't happening. <laughs> wow. If he's got yeah, his hockey happen. stick with him, yeah. it will. Maybe. How, tall, how tall is Connor Bedard? All he's going to do is he can't be that tall. Use that hockey stick and take Wimpy's legs out. That's, That's true. true. He's 5'10. Wow. So good luck with that. 5'10. Didn't they already meet? Didn't they meet each other? Yes, already? they have. Yeah, they took a picture together. Yeah, okay. I thought they did. Ch- exchange jerseys. Okay. Before we leave football altogether on our end of the show real fast, are y'all excited about the the merger of the XFL and the USFL being the UFL? Are y'all excited about that? I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be pretty cool. But we were talking hockey. Oh yeah, we didn't but, even get to Cooks Kraken, who were barely out of the play. Oh, my oh bad. yeah, my bad. you're right. Come on, my bad. what is that crap? I'm sorry, wow. man. He did, he I'm wanted sorry. to go to the U. What is it? UFL? What's it called now? Yeah, the UFL. What? Nobody yeah. cares. Man, I mean, we had. We want eight of the last 10 just to scratch over 500, man. Ooh. We still got a negative six differential, though. We haven't been playing that great. And we got blown out last night. I think it was a five to two or six to one, something like that. It was not pretty. But we won eight of the last out of the last 10. Yeah, I you're mean, only three points behind the Kings. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. You keep going, oh, the Kings are guaranteed. I mean, the Kraken are three points behind us. We're not far. Yeah, We're, we're renting strides. Uh, yeah, that's, few, a, that's and how I you even, make strides. I've even watched so a few games here and here. That's how you make Whoa. strides, by the way. Not just say, oh, we have Columbus pride and then just lose again. <laughs> Actually win. Hey, I got to hang my hat on something, John. I got, okay, I got to do that. Okay. Have, you, have hang- you been keeping up with your guy? And do you even remember his name? No, nah, I don't remember his name. Either. I don't remember his name either. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say his last name was Donald, but I could be wrong without that. Duck? Um, Jack. Jack. Jack Duck? Uh, <laughs> Wow. Uh, so, anyway, uh, did, you, did you ever get any Kraken uh, merch or no? Yeah, I have a hat. It's in my car. Do you? Okay. Was it yeah. uh, Justin Danforth? Oh, it was Danforth. Yeah. Well, I think you're right. You're you're all you're all pro has played in nine games and he has 18 points. 
Ah, he's like he's up there with Bedard. Wow, he's like on the same level. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry, that's not. Good. He has nine goals. Sorry, not nine games. Nine oh. goals and nine assists. He's played in 44 games, and he has nine goals and nine assists. Yeah, I mean, he's like right behind Bedard. You know, like right behind him. Uh, wow. I laugh at that. Uh, yeah, good luck. Okay, before we end the show, things to look forward to in 2024 real fast, okay? Things to look forward to, all right? Uh, you got, oh, shoot. Okay, you got the UFL we talked about, okay? You got the PWHL, Professional Women's Hockey League, okay? Okay. You got Copa America. You got Euro 2024. You got the 12-team college football playoff. You got the Intuit Dome, which I had to look that up. as the Clippers' new arena. Okay. You got the Paris Olympics. There's an, a, a new F1 arcade that's going to be built in the U.S. You got Major League Baseball games in Korea, uh, an NFL game in Brazil. Super Bowl is going to be in Vegas. EA Sports hopefully gets it together, and they release college football, the college football game. They uh, the, ver- the very first pickleball ba- pickle stadium will be built and opened this year. Uh, the NHL draft is going to be in the Vegas Sphere. The Pro Volleyball Federation starts their first season. Uh, and there's going to be brand new multi-million dollar headquarters for the Chargers, Rockets, and Sounders, and Storm this year. So things to look forward to in 2024. There you go. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, of the things you listed, most of them I don't care about. Uh, college football expanding to 12 is probably the biggie there, I heard. There's a bunch of other stuff that I'm like. I the Olympics, even. baby. Can't yeah, wait. Like I, like I said, uh, college football is expanding. Yeah, I love what, about, what, about, what about the PWHL? That actually sounds interesting. Yeah, the PW. I was, I was like, when does the PW start? <laughs> P dub. <laughs> wow. Uh, really? Were you not excited about the Formula One arcade that's opening up? Sure. Right. Yeah. Uh, you have to make behind this. Hey, yeah, Major League Baseball games playing being played in Korea. Oh yeah. That, I'm getting yeah. sick of all the inter- international NFL games. Okay. They just keep expanding them. Okay. These teams, you know, they keep losing more home games. It's just it sucks. Yeah. yeah. Top. That's, that's why you should vote Goodell out. Just vote him out. I don't have a vote. We'll fix the system. I don't know. What, what do you want me to say? Hey, we left you in charge. You fix it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Hey, you know what? First thing tomorrow morning, I'm going to call the NFL. Is that is that the PWHO? I just say you guys something. <laughs> oh, shoot. Do I really want to see this? <laughs> you do want to see it. <laughs> I think we've mentioned uh, uh, her before on the podcast. I don't you know? think that's the PWHL. Oh, well, Maybe I would so. watch. I'd watch that. Maybe so. Wow. Sir. Okay. Uh, let's finish the show up. Final thoughts. Cook, lead us off, sir. Well, I, I just want to go and have a couple of things I want to say about a couple of different, a few, not a couple, but a few different quarterbacks. First mm-hmm. off, you know, we were throwing thank yous out there last year or last week, and I, I forgot to thank someone. I wanted to thank Deshaun Watson. Oh boy! Yeah. Thank, thank you, Deshaun, for requesting the trade that sent your ass to Cleveland that got us CJ Stroud. 
I just wanted to say thank you for that. I appreciate that. Thank you for leaving. Um, I wanted to mention something, and I, I wait. I almost said something last week, but Carrie wasn't here, so I wanted to wait till this week. Um, I've had a change of heart on something, and this is a difficult thing to admit. This guy is not. It, it was fun while it lasted. It was fun to take shots, but yeah, this Trent Dilfer stuff's got to die. It's done. Uh, Trent Dilfer, you're an asshat. I'm I'm dumb and Trent Dilfer. Um, what? Wow. Yeah, I'm okay. done. I'm, Did he I'm do something? I'm just, yeah, he's, he's, I'm done. I'm just done with Trent Dilfer. He's a little bit of a hothead. He's got he's, all this crazy stuff he does on the sideline, all that kind of stuff. You know, it was fun to argue that, you know, he's got a Super Bowl ring over Dan Marino, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I'm done supporting this dude. He's done. Um, so do you want to apologize to Dan Marino for about no, two years no. worth of slandering? <laughs> No, it's not slandering. He still doesn't have a Super Bowl ring. I mean, you should have apologized I still think, to him. Though. I still think Dan Marino's a little overrated. But you, think, you, wow. you kept saying Dilver is better than him. Yeah, he's not better. He's not. That was just that was just. So d- I think you need to apologize to Dan Marino. No, it's not yeah. apologizing. Yeah. Look, let's not take this too far, okay? This is just, you know, let's not get carried <laughs> away. You, you open, you open the the box. I mean, I, I think know. John makes a good point. You should offer a proper. I mean, apology. if you're doing this far, you might as well just just do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then I also wanted to say, um, I'm ex- I was excited about last week's game. The Texans did really well. It was a lot of fun to watch. I'm excited about the direction of this team. There's so many positives of this team. Um, look at you know the, the future is bright for the team. We have a lot of sour cat space. We got some great draft picks to come to just continue to build upon the foundation that they've put together. Um, top to bottom, the organization has been doing really well. I'm really excited. I think we've got to you know. I said earlier, I thought the Texans going to win. You know, it's it's going to be. I'm not shying away that this is going to be a rough game. It's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a hard fought game. But I think we got a puncher's chance, and I like, I like our odds. You know, we may come back next week, and it may be, you know, maybe sad cook, but I think we got a chance that uh, maybe a really happy cook next week. So uh, let's just let's just play hard, continue what you're doing, boys, and you know, be naive. Go out there and beat these boys. It is Lamar Jackson. He doesn't. You know, he seems to kind of choke sometimes in the playoffs. Maybe maybe we have a little bit of that going on. Maybe he can help us out a little bit. But uh, let's just go out there and play hard and, you know, let's see what happens. Go Texans. And don't forget the Elko train, baby. Oh, so I, I, I went back and looked at that uh, Bally's map, and you're in luck, buddy. Columbus Blue Jackets really? are on there. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shoot. But the Kraken are not. So, good luck. There's nothing on the West. I mean, the uh, Pacific Northwest. So you're out of luck. But Columbus Blue Jackets and Carrie's going to, I mean, uh, Sosa's going to get to watch maybe all the games. Golly. Watch his boy Danforth score maybe six goals. And I'm going to get some brand new Blue Jacket merch. You're going to have to get some ugly, ugly merch that they have. Um, It's it's so bad. It is bad. It's it's not good. I I still think you should go to the old bug that they had Ooh. okay maybe so um kings get your get your hockey skates out of your ass do something i don't know what is going on i, I just do it i, I don't, if, if if the kraken make the playoffs and the kings don't that might be might be the end old john um <laughs> let's see elko train maybe uh with the transfer portal maybe uh, maybe i'm I kind of I hear that I see the smoke. Choo, choo, I hear the noise. I'm kind of looking down the track. I'm like, do I want to get on this? I'm, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to think about it. Like, I haven't jumped on yet, but 
I, I hear, I hear the train are coming. It's coming. In. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? That's it. The springtime. He's going to be all, he's, he's going to be riding first class. We'll see. We'll see. Um, Raiders get, get the GM. Let's just knock that out this week. Name, name the, the name AP. Let's not get crazy. I'm, I'm glad we haven't brought Harbaugh in because that guy's going to be a headache, I think. And I've heard, I don't, I think I sent this to you guys that, you know, obviously I think we're going to be looking for OC and I've heard Kingsbury's name thrown about as possible OC replacement. I'm okay with that. As, as long as he's not head coach, I, I don't mind him as an OC. So it's got to be better than the guy we have. <clears throat> uh, and that's, oh, and then just a, just a brief shout out to a high school friend of my wife uh, has started listening, uh, Mineta, and she has requested a little bit more hockey. Uh, just bear with us. Football season is our strong suit, and that's over. We'll kick a little more into hockey and basketball. So shout out to her. And that's it. Okay. Uh, mine will be pretty short, pretty brief. And my main topic is that my teams are just letting me down. And uh, they really are just, just pure, just pure and straight let down. Uh, my Cowboys bombed. Uh, I came in basketball for the most part, which came into the season preseason, I think top 25. I think they were even top 15. Lost again last night to Arkansas. A one-point game last night. They came all the way back. I think they were down by 20 points. All the way back. Lost on a last-second bucket. Just heartbreak. Heartbreak by the Cowboys. I mean, the Blue Jackets sucked too, but in a sense, it was expected. So there's no innocence let down there. But just top to bottom, I mean, the only thing I do every so often is just rewatch the Rangers, like, World Series highlights, and it gets me excited again about things. <clears throat> but I don't even know what the Cowboys do in the offseason. I'm not even looking forward to it, to be honest with you. Not even looking forward to it. So it is what it is. They do what they're going to do. Jerry Jones' ego gets in the way, and there you go. So I look forward to Aggie baseball. I might get on this train when John gets on it with Elko. I might do that. I'm not for sure, but I'm not going to buy into the hype. So I think – John's realistic here. I, I, if John joins, I'll I'll join, and that's all I gotta say. Way to be a follower. I'll, I'll be your guy. <laughs> Thanks, John. Wow. Well, you know, if you if you don't get on soon, you're gonna get passed up. I'm okay with Cause, that because this train is not moving slow. It, it it is full speed ahead, and it's like a bullet train. And you're gonna we, you're gonna miss it. If you're not what if we you don't watch ten, out. We get ten wins. We beat to you. I'll be on the train. You're going to wait that long? Yeah, I am going to yeah. wait that long. You, you're going to have to prove it to us. Wow. Yep. You are crazy. Yeah, because yeah, that sounds impossible to do. 10 wins of BTU. <laughs> Not this year. <laughs> Not this year. You just sit back and watch. But with that said, let's talk about one thing. One thing only. Uh, who can tell me what the definition of insanity is? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> It's gonna get bad. It's doing the same thing over and over again and expect different results, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And when you look in the dictionary for the word insanity, whose freaking picture do you see? Yours? Jerry, Jerry Jones. freaking Jones. That <laughs> moron. I mean, 
and he says the same thing in the, in the little release that he did. He's like, we're this close and all we got to do is have faith. And, you know, I have full confidence and blah, blah, blah. Just a bunch of horse manure that he's spreading around. This is absolutely insane. McCarthy is not the guy. I've been saying it all season. And I don't care if we win 16 games during the season. When you get to the playoffs and you lose the first round or second round, it doesn't matter. What you did the whole season matters nothing unless you can at least make it to the conference championship game. And it's been way too long. Now, I'll give him, you know, Sosa was kind of talking about, you know, before I think before we got on air, the our coaching picks have always been kind of the same thing. We we're picking these guys. Jason Garrett was a little bit different there. He was the one that actually gave me hope when we took him for offense coordinator and made him head coach. But of course that changed rapidly um, when we found out that he wasn't a very good head coach. Uh, but outside of that, we've been picking the same style, the same type of head coach every time we make the change. Jerry Jones has got to step away and let somebody else pick the head coach. I don't care if it's a group of head coaches or, you know, a, a group or let Steven take a shot at picking a coach. I don't care. <laughs> um, Man. Anybody but Jerry Jones. Because the dude does not know how to pick coaches. Um, the only coach that he ever picked that was great was Jimmy Johnson. Actually, that's who he needs to have pick the next coach. Let Jimmy Johnson find our new head coach. And uh, I guarantee you, we'll get to the Super Bowl. He was fired up at halftime. Exactly. That and That's what I want. I want a coach that is emotionally involved in the freaking game, not a statue on the sideline. It's it's just gotten ridiculous. So this whole thing, y'all talking about opting out, uh, you know the 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 Aggies, you know, let you down, and and, and you know this that and the other. I'm I'm never going to say I'm not a Cowboys fan, but after this move, I'm not invested in next season. It's there's going to be a lot that has to happen for me to even care. Because I fully expect us to do the exact same thing as we did this year. We, you know, I don't think we're going to win the NFC East because it, we haven't had a repeat winner of the NFC East in like something like 30 years or something like that. But, but we'll be in the running for it. But then we'll, again, we're going to turn right around and lose in the playoffs, just like we always do, because Jones will not allow this team to succeed. And that's all I got to say about that. I agree. <laughs>